Jess, you ready to talk about this week's song? I guess so. Just let me listen to it again. Long with you, with you, me in the dark, 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 You got your one, two, then what? None of my guard. Oh, he's dancing now. Why? Let's get ready to rock. Oh, oh, wow. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sadie Hawkins Pod. So do you like this song <laughs> more than last time? Stick- what are you crinkling? I'm crinkling some tape that's on this. <laughs> Stick around. tonight. Today's results may surprise you. Today's oh, no. end of the podcast results may surprise oh, you. Oh, no. So, yeah, we're talking about Gloria off of Collapsible Lung. Best song off the best album today. Yay! <laughs> but first we have a voicemail this week. Oh, nice. Beatrice called in. Nice. Hey, it's um, Beatrice from Florida. I haven't called y'all in a real long time, but um, just wanted to say hi and also talk to Jess <laughs> for a bit. Um, Jess, do you like Norman Effing Rockwell, the Lana Del Rey album? Because <laughs> I have a question. Like, how is it possible? Like, I don't even know if you, like, like it or not because you didn't mention it. But, like, you said that um, I think it was Ultraviolence was the last good Lana Del Rey album. And I was so shocked because, personally, Norman Effing Rockwell is mine because I like the piano-heavy stuff. I think it really shows her voice, though. But um, I know this is so random, but, like, yeah, I just wanted to know, what's your opinion on that? And also about Kojak, um, I don't know if y'all have ever watched this movie, but there's a movie called um, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and um, the soundtrack for that movie has, like, a lot of, like, punk stuff. And I think that Kojak would so fit in with it, especially when it comes to, like, the original songs from that movie that aren't just from, like, different artists. It sounds so much like Threshold and, like, We Are Sex and the Wild and, like, stuff like that. Like, it sounds so much like it. And I honestly, now I'm kind of pissed that it's not on the soundtrack. They didn't take this opportunity to put it on there and show it to the rest of the world. So, yeah. Um, I guess that's all I wanted to say. So, yeah. Bye. So, first question from Beatrice, the headline-making Lana Del Rey. Yes. <laughs> Be- headline-making. Well, on Twitter. They, sure. they recently Twitter discussed, isn't she, like, wasn't she, like, pseudo-canceled? Not canceled for something she did, but, like, canceled culturally. Weren't people, like, upset at her on... Wasn't she, like, trending on Twitter and people were talking about her? I don't know. Okay, so, <laughs> Norman fucking Rockwell, not my favorite, uh, so I love Lana Del Rey through Honeymoon. Lust for Life was a very, very disappointing album because it was such a departure. And it, this is far as, as far as not sound per se, but just 
uh, lyrics. The way she writes lyrics now, I just don't feel as as good. And like chemtrails over the country club, no, just no, just it's all oh, it's so cringy. The title in and of itself, it was that Coachella song just like like hurts me to my core because it is the most like. 13 year old girl writing in her diary lyrics I have ever read and it's just it's really and the you lyrics felt that Lana's bothers me that. yeah so I have to hear a lot of Lana Del Rey over the last <laughs> couple years I remember one time we were in a car ride with your parents a couple years ago and you were like let's listen to this and I was like your parents are not gonna like this right because it's not even like maybe they like new Lana Del Rey because the thing is like she went from that like that sort of dark tone that's what she was canceled that's what people were discussing her on twitter she she trended on twitter recently because of the way she uh the way she like glorifies uh abuse or like bad abuse uh toxic relationships right yeah there was a thing on twitter just recently about like is lana over because she normalizes toxic abusive relationships then she would be over from like album one <laughs> she'd be over from. well that's what they were talking era. about like, like should have should she have been over from that point that's what twitter was, twitter was talking about their story songs i mean so i've had to listen to so much lana del rey because of jessica and i and it took me a long time to get into it because like those early albums are a little oppressive when you kind of first listen to them and then you can kind of like understand the vibe and like the 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 tone and the melody like even the chord progressions in those were sometimes so like weird that i just couldn't enjoy it i love it she's she has that like great wall of sound now to be fair i have not really listened to norman fucking rockwell i have not given it a good chance maybe i need to because i was just so burned from lust for life well so that's the thing is like when lust for life came out even i could tell the difference because first like her music got so happy she got yeah, so peppy, yeah. like she turned this corner, and her and her. I know her whole shtick is like a character. Yeah, she's a thing, like in a way, like a Marilyn Manson is a character. Like, sure, it's actually him, or like a Howard Stern is a character. You know what I mean? Like, right. they're actually them, but the idea is they're heightened versions of themselves or a version of themselves. Exactly. So I understood that, but then with honeymoon when she's like making topical references you mean uh lust for life lust for life yeah right so with lust for life when she started making topical references at the very least i was like at least i understand what made her an interesting what what i knew you liked about her was that she had a timeless quality yeah. while still seeming incredibly modern for the time of those albums so once lust for life came out Jessica was so not on board with that. I'm like, I totally get it. Like, this, she's like, refer- I don't know, what is she referencing? Like TikTok and Twitter and stuff. Yeah. And then uh, I do know she, uh, yeah. from the newer album, Mariner's Apartment Complex, she's like, you took my sadness out of context at the Mariner's Apartment Complex. And I'm like, oh, goodness, just know these lyrics need work. They're like collapsible. All I'm saying, exactly. Oh my gosh, exactly. It's like it's it's legit. It's just like we went from the from like four albums of forget not slow down quality to suddenly three albums of yeah collapsible. Exactly. But before we get into that, the uh, Beatrice's other nut was Kojak. Have we seen the movie? Scott Pilgrim. We've seen Scott Pilgrim. Oh my gosh, we love Scott Pilgrim. These are the reminders of how Beatrice is younger than us, and how we do have a couple much younger (laughs) listeners. Yes, 
like we saw because we saw Scott Pilgrim not only in the theater, but I remember in college the Scott Pilgrim books yeah. were like a thing. They yeah. were kind of like a slowly rising cult thing because I think maybe the movie was in production. And so everyone started like reading the books. Like you would see people reading the Watchmen book, comic book, like two years before the movie came out because the news just kind of hits like, oh, they're making this movie. Right. So everyone starts reading it. Well, everyone was reading the Scott Pilgrim books. Our, our college had a comic book store basically on, not on the campus, but right up next to the campus. Right. It was a big comic book and it was a film school. So there's a lot of people buying comic books. Sheena, wait, maybe Beatrice can go to it. A comic shop in Winter Park. She can actually go there if she wants. They had Scott Pilgrim stuff everywhere for the couple years coming out with that before that movie came out. Um, yeah, we have a, a couple different versions of the whole series because, right. like, I had gotten the paperbacks and then uh, the, the hardcover versions came out with like extra stuff in them and I think Danny got me those at some point and yeah there's also back for for Xbox 360 they had the Scott Pilgrim game and now you can get it on Switch which right. is exciting yes so Scott Pilgrim we saw in the theater and it was the second experience I'd had at a Michael Sarah movie where he plays a heterosexual character that like does something in the movie that someone in the audience got pissed off because it was too gay and made a stink in the crowd. Like the in both movies, there's a there's there's comedy out of the fact that he's a heterosexual, but like comfortable being like comfortable with with like affectionate. In, it's super bad was the first one. Yes. In super bad, they're straight, but they get drunk and they're best friends, and then they're like sort of like laying in bed in front of each other and they're like I love you best friend boop yeah. and they're like they like they're not even kissing or anything someone in the crowd at super bad got so mad at that scene threw some f slurs like had to let everybody know yeah. that he was uncomfortable in the crowd at super bad because of that scene where like they don't even do anything and then we were dating and went together to see both of those movies right. by the way that's how old we are <laughs> And then when Scott Pilgrim versus the world came out, there's a similar thing where he shares a bed with his gay roommate played by Kieran Culkin or one of the Culkins, whatever. Yeah. And like when he has guys over, they all three of them are in the bed together. But but Michael Sarah's Scott Pilgrim's not doing anything. He just lays in bed there because they don't even show anything. Yeah, they don't show Kieran Culkin having sex with his boyfriends. The joke is clear. They have to share one bed. And he's straight and he's got a gay roommate. Comedy ensues from that. And the comedy is the fact that everybody's totally comfortable with it because it's normalized. Someone in the crowd that night, and that was in Jersey. Super bad was in Orlando in Winter mm-hmm. Park. In, when we lived in New Jersey, someone in the crowd had to make it as vocal as possible in the audience that he was really upset with that like with I don't even want to say what they said. They they were they said less slurs in New Jersey at the New Jersey thing, but they still made it very clear that they hated it and wanted everyone to know what a homophobe they were. But yeah, the music in that is really great. Yeah. So, but I agree. I think we talked about my reference point for for I'm I'm being very loud tonight. My re- so loud. <laughs> and it's late and we have neighbors. Whatever. <laughs> We have new upstairs neighbors, and they have a dog that skitters around, and I can hear the dog skittering and running around. I'm like, it's so cute. But then our upstairs neighbor was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, whoa. 
<laughs> the they, dogs running around. They also play music really loudly, and it's like either spa music or rap, and there's like no in between. <laughs> and we're like, what is going on? Spa music there. meets rap. That's basically Lana Del Rey. <laughs> what? She, she just gave me. She like looked off and was like, eh, yeah. Sure. So, um, yeah, but my reference point for music like this, like early ish, this earlier pop punk of the song Kojak and other songs like it, like Be Rad that are on the All Work and No Play is the Angus soundtrack. Mm-hmm. The Angus soundtrack, which had Weezer and Green Day and the Dance Hall Crashers at a time when like that music was just starting to blow up. That sort of like last bastion of pre Blink-182 pop punk that was a little bit still kind of raw and like yeah and then it kind of came back around with like the scott pilgrim type of music where it's not really punk music it's more alternative post alternative rock whatever i don't care i don't really know how to talk about music that's why i have this podcast (laughs) as far as lana is concerned like paradise is my favorite lana album and yeah that whole album is just a a study in and of itself in wonderful, wonderful music. Should our next podcast Her cover be, of Blue Velvet? Oh my gosh. Should that. our next podcast I mean this show's not ending for a couple of years or a year or two left in terms of how many songs you have left. We should do a Lana Del Rey thing where you just describe songs to me and I'm like, Yeah, I know, I've heard it. Whatever, I don't care. <laughs> like this one tastes like soft sir on a pier in summertime. <laughs> Okay. Well, would that be how you describe the song we're talking about this week? Soft serve on a pier in the summertime? Absolutely Is that how you describe Gloria? Because this week we're talking about collapsible lung, Gloria. Collapsible lung is Gloria. Yeah, so Gloria is a 1982 song by Laura Branigan that had a recent resurgence in popularity after the St. Louis Blues used it as their anthem during their uh, 2019 Stanley Cup playoff run. Oh, nice. That's the song we're talking about, right? There's a lot of songs called Gloria. There are many, many songs called Gloria. I didn't write them down. But in like, so here's the thing. This song... Here's well, the thing. This is it. This is the thing. I say here's the thing a lot. I do, do say that a lot. And I'll try to stop saying that. That's my New Year's resolution now that January is almost over. This song is has, has accidentally been growing on me this week. Oh, no. <clears throat> <laughs> um, we'll talk about it. But <laughs> from all intents and purposes, it seems like this is probably the least popular song on Collapsible Long. Yeah. Because Jessica, so Jessica didn't feel like doing the deep dive or she didn't really have time to do the deep dive this week. So I was like, here's, I said, I almost said, here's the thing again. So I told her, look, YouTube, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's no covers. There's no fan videos. There's like barely even like fan uploads. Like there's no lyric, fan lyric videos. Um, And there's no live videos. There's nothing. There's literally wasn't a single derivative work based on the song Gloria that I could find. It's like it was an all work and no play song, <laughs> but it's on collapse the lung. I was shocked that I didn't find a single thing. And then on set list FM, no known performances. So I was like, well, I didn't find anything in my deep dive. So I'll just do your deep dive as well. So then I found all of these different reviews, which I'll get into when we do Danny's deep dive segment. 
and there a lot of them were just like yep this is the worst song like so some of the because the reviews all the different reviews go about how you expect them given all of our past collapsible long discussions right people like shocked and appalled at Reliant K's direction with this album, and people shocked and enticed, if not confused, by their direction, right? So, like, this, these two, like, versions of positive and negative reactions to Collapsible Lung. But it seemed like unanimously, nobody really liked this song, Gloria. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know... I- but I've got the shakes and you're my drug is still a better line than you're like my own personal brand of heroin. Are there different brands of heroin? I don't know. Apparently Stephanie Meyer does though. Oh, Twilight. Twilight. I was yeah. like, that sounds like a 2008 reference as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. You know, a lot of, a lot was, you know, sort of stirred up in the Reliant K fandom because of sexy gate. Because right. of, you know, the word sexy being referenced in another collapsible long song. But what about this one where disaster. they referenced disaster? I was trying not to. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I purposely didn't want to reference it. No, I couldn't think of what song it was. Um, but this song, they referenced drugs. And the whole... Uh, the Which I know is a metaphorical theme. drug. Right. The overarching theme of this seems also seems to be making whoopee. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is another... He's like, like teach PTO. me how to love. Yeah. Which it seems like it makes sense that this song is followed by PTL, which is a superior song. So, as I really listened to, to this song a lot. I listened to it a lot. Because there was nothing on YouTube, I kind of made it a project to make stuff for YouTube. So oh, I uploaded four oh, different... Wow. Whereas last week, there were no derivative YouTube videos of Gloria. Now there are four. And they're all on the Sadie Hawkins Pod YouTube channel. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I listened to this song a lot in all the things that I did with it. And it just kind of like slowly grew on me. And it's in that. And you know who will be very disappointed is because my deep dive, like it was so hard to find stuff about this song because there's just nothing. No one talks about it unless it's in reviews where they're saying what the hell's up with this song. I even went to Twitter and specifically searched all of Reliant K's tweets for any reference to this song, and there was nothing. Oh, wow. But then one of the top results, because I guess we're connected like through friends with him, is Daniel. You can see my socks. He did a list of the um, his least favorite songs on each album, and I hope I uploaded it like I thought I did. I did, but it's not showing up on my thing. Here it is. Okay, I had to refresh the page. So... This is Daniel's least favorite song on Collapsible Long as well. Yep. Because that was in his now, tweet from February 16th of last year. Now, does that include bonus jam, That's My Jam, which is not a jam? No, I would say that that's probably... You know, it's funny because, like... So the big detractor of this song is that stank <laughs> that Tyson has on in his vocal delivery. Yes. Because shockingly, almost ironically... This song has some of the heaviest guitar, for what it is, some of the heaviest guitar effects on this album. Hmm. There's, it's, there's, it's like a dirty, fuzzy guitar. Uh, it is not at all like, you know, understand when I, when I very slowly say this so people don't think I literally think this. 
it the song is not at all like a white stripes or black keys song but it has a it has a, a flavor of that like i would say with like the beginning and that that whole opening thing but then when it gets in the chorus it loses that but that fuzzy guitar that drum beat and that like opening chord progression vocal melody i could almost hear a version of that in like a modern bluesy type of rock band like a black keys or a white stripes it totally loses it with the chorus because the chorus becomes this whole other kind of poppy thing but it's just funny that this song has the heaviest has the fuzziest guitar on the album but it's like the most reaching attempt at something not reliant k that Tyson has ever done vocally on any of these songs on any of the on any of any of reliant k's songs you know what i mean mm-hmm. like that that like that like sassy flavor that sassy stanky flavor that he gives it <laughs> like uh, yes Evo- and it's and it also reminds me of ptl which is it a far superior song? I actually do unironically like PTL. I'm only ironically starting to like this song because of this like Stockholm Syndrome thing I've had with it this week. But like how when I listen to PTL, I'm like, is this Matt Thiessen trying to be Prince or like a version of Prince or like s- trying to be like someone else that I don't know the reference to that's inspired by Prince as well? This song also reminds me of that because he he does those little in this song Gloria he does these little breathy things like and like he's like right he's like acting it up he's just putting that little little thing in there he's like yeah. trying to add that extra like sexy thing that that a prince would do because because Prince would do those like breathy things like he's basically having an orgasm in the middle of the song sure. like not literally but like a quick little breath as if he's having sex in the middle of between two lines of the song. Or I think there's one Prince song where he literally just has a fake orgasm on mic for like two minutes. Wait, really? Yeah. Huh. It's one of the earlier, like one in the first four albums, because I've done some deep dives on Prince, but I don't know the names of songs. Anyway. So basically this just made me kind of think like, is this more, is if PTL is, and I guess Boomerang, if that's like some sort of Prince-like frontman thing especially when you know what when you think of these collapsible long era live videos that we've seen where Tyson puts down the guitar and just holds the mic and is just a front man like just a mic and a front man like trying to and, and we didn't feel like it really worked because mm-hmm. it just didn't seem like Reliant K right like that makes me think it even more like was this a more than just an all we've had this in every we've had this discussion with every collapsible long song that we've done but more than just trying to make a top 40 uh, possible album with Collapsible Long and the songs that they wrote that he wrote and they you know to, on this album was it also like an attempt for Matt Thiessen to maybe like stretch his legs as a front man and do more stuff that maybe he wanted to imagine or see himself as doing but it just didn't seem like Reliant K was the appropriate place right. to do these kind of songs right and that's not even taking into account you know all the story uh 
theories and all that all the of course right now did you in your deep dive look up who co-wrote this i forgot to do that i'm a bad deep diver Uh oh (laughs) because i was a little curious as to what else the co-writers have written who worked on this song well real quick on the fly let's see if i can figure that out while you're looking that up ultraviolence (laughs) ultraviolence is like all those songs make me feel like I'm sitting poolside in Acapulco in 1963. Like, so good. Just there's such a quality. Just those early Lana Del Rey albums just take you to such a place. Not Born to Die so much because she was still kind of getting her footing really there and figuring it out. But like, Ultraviolence, Paradise, like those are, oh man, Honeymoon, such good albums so gloria <laughs> was written by Tyson, hoops airy levine who also wrote boomerang right and tim paganota pagnata tim okay. pagnata so in our boomerang discussion we must have we talked out, about what ari had done before I yeah believe. but this tim pagnata that's a new name. So let's Google this. It doesn't look like Tim wrote any other songs on Collapsible Long. So now I have... Their name is not clickable on Wikipedia. Oh, the guy from Sugar Cult. Okay. So apparently the guy from Sugar Cult. Let me play their song, their big song, which I can't quite think of myself right okay. now. I guess Sugar Cult's a band I kind of mixed up with like a zebra head or something. Let's Let's hear this. So the guy from this band. Oh, yeah, I know this song. Yeah. This is also a band. I mean, I just said I mixed them up with Zebrahead. But again, actually, this band is almost like an American Hi-Fi or like a, mm-hmm. or like a Yellow Card or... Uh, yeah, that's a high school jam right there. Yeah. That kind of band that... Um, oh, damn. What's their name? What's their name? Oh, uh, Lit. Like ah, lit, like a punk band that's sure. not quite punk in the traditional sense. There's in, yeah. in the accepted, like, you know, fat wreck sort of way, in the sure. Green Day way. Like, sort of more alty type. Um, and lit absolutely has the best music video set in the Titan AE universe. <laughs> if <they're, laughs> When you listen to the Titan AE soundtrack, which also has Urge on it. Wow. Who are the, one of the best Fishbone ripoffs? Then you have to uh, watch Lit's Titan A music video. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm well, trying to self-amp again. Like, what so are he's you the doing lead singer tonight. <laughs> I'm I'm a little out of it tonight, but yeah, he's the lead singer. He's uh, so that's funny. Huh. I guess so. Sugar Cult went on hiatus in 2011, and it doesn't look like they've reunited since then if they did it's not on their wikipedia um but that's the lead yeah the lead singer also wrote this song so it's just funny that you, here you've got two lead singers of pretty successful pop rock pop punk bands and they both wrote a song like gloria together yeah. <laughs> along with hoops yeah and ari ari levine huh yeah so part of me thinks after having listened to this song a lot it's probably one of the songs other than 
No, I mean, I listened to Boomerang and PTL quite a lot when we did those songs. I can almost... Something about the something about this song, and sorry to Daniel who <laughs> hated it. It's his least favorite song on the album, but the, I could almost the way that the way that the songs don't blink and collapsible lung sound like Reliant K. The mm-hmm. song collapsible lung, the way that those songs sound like Reliant K, where you could almost you could take don't blink and the song collapsible lung and you could put them on air for free. Or you could almost, you know, change the production. You could almost put them on uh, Forget Not Slow Down or at least like bonus tracks for Forget Not Slow Down. I can almost, I can close my eyes with Gloria and I can almost see a version where the lyrics are different. The lyrics are less like reaching for this like sexy theme. Like if the lyrics were a little bit more like something that Reliant K would normally sing about. And the vocal melody would have to be totally different. It wouldn't have to have this, like... Because it's the rhythm of these words also lend themselves to that, like, mm-hmm. funky stank that... Right. Sorry I keep saying the word stank, but it, that, <laughs> the, it's it's the only way I can describe it. That funky stank that Matt Thiessen puts on these lyrics. Like, you'd have to totally do a whole new vocal melody. But if you took this track and had, wrote a whole new vocal melody with whole new lyrics that fit one of Reliant K's normal themes, like Collapsible Lung and Don't Blink, lyrically fit all of Reliant K's classic themes, this song could be on air for free, as far as I'm concerned. You couldn't put this song... You could put Don't... Maybe other people don't agree with me. I think you could put Don't Blink or Collapsible Lung on Forget Not Slow Down. No. You'd have to rework the production. I'm not saying... there's the, the production of Don't Blink is very thin. You'd have to redo it. But... You couldn't put this reworked version of Glory I'm talking about, this like comp- where the, you toss out the vocal track. You couldn't put any version of that on Forget Not Slow Down. But toss out the vocals, write whole new lyrics, whole new vocal melody that fits Reliant K, and I think you could put Gloria on air for free. Because it's you got pedal hoops in the mix. It's got, right. you know, it's, it's, it's not a traditional Reliant K beat. But I just feel like there's something of like an air for free Reliant K, which we don't, other than Empty House, like there's nothing that feels out of place for traditional Reliant K on air for free. Which I think really, and I've talked about this before, as as much as Collapsible Lung is maligned by a certain sect of the fans, I don't think air for free would probably be maligned more. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for collapsible lung, because oh, it's yeah, almost absolutely. like an adjustment. Yeah. Because if you went from forget not slow down to an air for free, or if you even went from like five score to an air for free, people probably would have been more outraged, because it would have been such a big leap for them. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like because people of people were outraged <laughs> between like anatomy of of the tongue in cheek and two lefts don't make a right like they yeah. were like oh such a departure is it we come across it all the time yeah you're right, you're right. every album we come mm-hmm. every album, and five yeah. score we have we see reviews about what a drastic change they've made let's see what else i have for notes oh i still have sugar cult playing quietly in the background <laughs> um oh so since this song doesn't come up on YouTube, we're not getting to the YouTube section yet, but because this song doesn't come up, like no one made fan videos or AMVs to this song or anything, 
when you type in Gloria Reliant K, one of the main results you get is Angels We Have Heard on High. Because their right. traditional title for that is Gloria. Right. Which is funny that they don't put that in the title of Angels We Have Heard on High, but somehow it just like the algorithm knows or maybe, right. maybe comments know or maybe like the copyright tagging knows that this song is traditionally called Gloria. So maybe that's why they picked this song to be called Gloria because they were like, now if people are searching for our Christmas <laughs> album, it'll come up because we all know how popular the Reliant K Christmas album is. Right. Or maybe they didn't want to repeat the baby situation. Mm. How they have two songs called Baby and one's a cover mm-hmm. and one's a new one's a original song. They didn't want to repeat that issue. Um but they would have had to do that like proact yeah, they would have had to say. done that proactively because they were like yeah. they were like maybe someday we're gonna write a song called maybe. Gloria. Maybe someday. <laughs> maybe like four years from now we're gonna write a s no wait, is Angels We Have Angels We Have Heard of Highs on the first Christmas album. So they're like, maybe uh seven years from now we're gonna write a song called Gloria and it's gonna be a stanky pop uh, <laughs> top forty song. And we don't want there to be any dis. We don't want there to be any ambiguation. So let's make sure to just call this angels. We have angels. We have heard on high. Oh man! So you know what? Something that I just realized now. I didn't mention in top of the show business, but I loved our Kojak episode. I thought that was a really fun oh, right. episode, and nobody had any comments on it. I was like, I didn't man, go look at the numbers, great. so I don't know if anyone even listened to yeah, it. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I thought it was a fun episode, though. Jessica was super happy with it. Um, I told her, like, go tweet that you're disappointed that no one's giving us any reaction to the Kojak episode. And she was like, no. Usually we get a couple tweets from each episode, but nobody had anything to say about that one. Yeah. Beatrice called up to talk about it. That's Thank true. you. She didn't Thank talk about you. the episode, but she talked about the song. She yeah. gave us something. So, uh, yeah. So since I did all of the research this week, we'll be right back. I'm calling the break and we'll be right back to go into the deep dive. If you enjoy Sadie Hawkins Pod, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And you can interact with the show. Call our voicemail line, 402-95-SADIE, and we'll play it on a future show. You can send an email to sadiehawkinspod at gmail.com and visit our Instagram and Twitter, which are both at sadiehawkinspod. We also have merch up at our Tee Public store, where you can get a shirt, a mug, stickers, and more. Just in time for Halloween, or for after Halloween, depending on when you're listening to this, is our Little Sheep Boy shirt design, based on the cover of the original Creepy EP. We also want to thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash sadiehawkinspod. Brady, David, Tucker, This Might Be a Podcast, Owen, Jimmy Pod, Roxanne, Samantha, Helen, Michael, and Connor. You can sign up to our Patreon for bonus episodes and exclusive merch. And if you have a special someone in your life, think of giving them the gift of Sadie Hawkins Pod. <laughs> so, according to babynamewizard.com, <laughs> the origin of the name Gloria is derived from the Latin Gloria, which means glory. Uh, Gloria was not a common first name. Until the 20th century, hmm. when George uh, Bernard Shaw used it as a name for a character in his 1889 play, You Can Never Tell. Interesting. So it was pretty much just 
a Latin word, and it was just, I guess, the title of angels we have heard, the traditional title of angels we have heard on I, and I'm sure it was a common biblical word, but it wasn't an actual first name until the popularity of this play in 1898. Yeah. So in 1998, when Reliant K was formed, did they form in 98? Yes. Yes. So did they know that a hundred years before the first popular Gloria had come around? I'm sure. I'm sure that's exactly why they picked this to be the name. Yeah. Of this song. Exactly. And the name Gloria as a as a popular first name in the English language is exactly a hundred years older than Reliant K. Wow. This is mind blowing stuff, Jessica. It's making me trip it's making me high and i haven't done any drugs you sure about that i'm very sure (laughs) so um we talked about this post before but on reddit there was someone who wrote a theory not the usual story theory about how this is like one story of one guy this album right but this theory that it's it's a Every sarcasm song. or it's it's whatever it is right. that yeah. But th- this theory posted to Reddit by Hybrid Tortoise four years ago was that every song on Collapsible Long is deliberately an homage to another band. Some would say, sure, that's exactly what it is, <laughs> but not in the sort of deliberate way that Hybrid Tortoise might think it is, but in the more you know, we want. We want the airwaves, as the Ramones would have said. Yes, indeed. So they had said, and we talked about this in another episode, but... And their theory wasn't, like, completed. They had some question marks in some of these. But they said, don't blink. Could be Jason Jason Mraz homage. Boomerang could be an outcast homage. Don't know about that one. That's right. We have read this one and disagreed with it before. Yeah. Lost Boys foster the people. If I could take you home is in sync. No. Can't complain is Bruno Mars. Everyone agrees with that. This one was outrageous. Gloria is my chemical romance. (laughs) I think they mean like... What's the other one? Who does the Munsters theme song? Have they ever heard my chemical romance? Yes. Any Black Parade anything yeah no everyone says everyone says how my chemical romance is uh is basically just like the polished pop punk version of smashing pumpkins that's the thing that i hear all the time Hmm. fallout boy is who i couldn't think of i would say more like fallout boy like a gloria is more like a poppy fallout boy Mm -hmm. the you know later day fallout boy ptl is maroon 5 disaster is the beatles no whoa when you were When you were my baby is One Direction. Sweeter is supposed to be. Is they don't have an answer for that. And collapsible long is Reliant K. So I just realized I can't search text because this is in the Reddit app. So thanks a lot, Reddit app. Hold on a second. No, I don't want to open in the Reddit app. You're you're doing a great job, Danny. I just <sighs> want to say, great job with the deep dive. This, this is week. my deep dive, and I'm and I'm getting flustered because. <laughs> okay, hold on. Now, if I copy the link from the Reddit app, or do I have to delete the Reddit app? I don't want to have to do that. Okay, here we go. What they say when you were my baby was. Because uh, w- that's a. Uh, that's a Beach Boys inspiration. One Direction. Oh, okay. <laughs> It doesn't, yeah, I don't know, Hybrid Tortoise. I mean, yes, we all agree that every song's kind of like 
a version of another pop mm-hmm. artist thing. But I, I, I feel like their their preliminary list is not exactly doesn't exactly hold up with some of these comparisons. All these songs sound like whoever did that like Galileo song. I don't know a few years ago. Do you know what I'm talking about? I can't think of it, but I remember what you're talking about. <laughs> This is not like us being tired or whatever. This is just like <laughs> us not really knowing every reference to things. Yeah. The that's in- what's really hard about Collapsible Lung is that we're like, we're swimming for current pop culture references <laughs> of pop music that we just don't know. Oh, you know, God forbid it's not something off something by Lana Del Rey or something off of folklore <laughs> so that Jessica would know the reference. We just watched The Simpsons where Homer, <laughs> speaking of Smashing Pumpkins, where Homer is, like, not cool anymore. So he gets tickets to the you know, Hullabalooza and takes Bart and Lisa. But it's like, yeah, like, we're just, we're Homer. We're both Homer in that yeah. s- sense. Where, but instead of that we love um, Grand Funk Railroad and the kids don't like it, we, we like Real Big Fish and the kids don't like it. <laughs> Exactly. So whatever that Galileo song is, it's not called Galileo. There is an Indigo Girl song <laughs> okay. called Galileo. Definitely not the same one. Hold on. It sounds like a car commercial. Whatever. They just all sound like car commercial songs. Galileo. Maybe that's not even called. Oh, you're thinking of Queen. <laughs> Galileo, Galileo. That's not what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Someone must know the song we're talking Man, about. Man, it would be amazing if Reliant K came out with a folklore-style album. I would be all on board for that. They did. It's called uh, Wind Up Bird. <laughs> it's not Reliant K, and it's not what you're talking about at all. I'm just being an asshole. So... <laughs> I'm so thrown off because normally you'd be the one with your phone in front of you typing things in. And now I've got to fill the empty air of like, you know, you not contributing enough to the conversation. Well, you mentioned mentioned that you had some reviews, maybe. Yes. But first, I wanted to finish the Shredder post. Oh, okay. Uh, Sorry. Funny Frets 117. I'm sorry. You contribute so much to the conversation. I was being a jerk on purpose there. And then you moved right past it. So I was like, she either didn't hear me. Or she gave me the brush off, meaning she, meaning you. Hi, I'm how you doing? just so used to you being you that <laughs> I'm a bit much. It's true. <laughs> um, so funny frets one one seven said Gloria is very clearly closer to neon trees. Some might argue it's almost a ripoff of Animal. Uh, and then Jay Newton ten eighteen said this is a huge stretch. Gloria is my chemical romance. No, so let's listen to Neon Trees Animal real quick and see if that's if it. I know this song. I like this one. Okay, I don't see again. I don't really know titles of things, so I don't know. This isn't a soundtrack. That's the only reason why I know it. (laughs) Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah yeah. Oh yeah, this is sounds this yeah, yeah style and 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 totally. substance wise, this is totally like yeah. Gloria. That's funny. Okay, yeah, 
There you go. See, now that's a song I absolutely know, but I'd never like pull it out of my brain. We'd never be like, you know, neon trees. You know, neon trees with their song (laughs) Animal from the 2010 album Habits. Like, that's definitely something I just knew off the top of my head. No, yeah, absolutely. Gloria is kind of like a mm-hmm. kind of like Animal by Neon Trees. Interesting. Okay, I'm glad we found that. We're getting a little closer to the kids. We're catching up with modern day with this 2010 reference. So uh, I just like I just like punk, man. Why can't things be more punk? I don't even know enough punk references when you get down to it. So I have a bunch of reviews, but first I found. What I guess is like a, a designer's a portfolio online for a website called yourcinema.design. And I guess it's like it, the person or the someone who designed the packaging for Collapsible Lung. Oh, cool. I know we've talked about the, the credits to the packaging of Collapsible Lung in the past. Uh, because you hate the cover so much because of that weird like right. tree knots inside a lung. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's called it's your cinema dot design. Like instead of a dot com, it's dot design. And they show there's no like story of like Reliant K called us up and said, please design this packaging. And I don't know if they did the art on it or if they just designed, you know, the packaging because there's sometimes there is different people that do different things, people who actually make the art and then someone else who designs it to fit into right. a CD or Ooh, you're talking you're talking packaging. shop right now, Dan. You're talking your business. <laughs> I suppose I am. So, yeah, okay. So it they they put music packaging together. At least that's where that's the section it's in. It says featured work and then under that is music packaging. And this Your Cinema group has done the packaging for Reliant K's Collapsible Lung, The Rocket Summer's Life Will, uh Soul Savers Broken, Flat 56's Toil, um, a Bear Hunter. They did three Bear Hunter albums. Harvest Some, Jeff Wooten. I only know two of those names. Reliant K and The Rocket Summer. I knew all of them because I get all references. <laughs> I know all references to all music. Wait, then why didn't you know what Gloria sounds like? Sometimes I just play this character on the podcast. I don't want people out there listening to find me annoying because I quote unquote know it all. So I kind of like bring myself down to a level where I don't necessarily know it all. I see. So we've mentioned this in the past as well, but Josh Balog, Mm -hmm. Josh Balog and his WordPress page ranks what they listed as 193 Reliant K songs in order. And this is song 178 on their list. Then we have these reviews that I found. So earnthis.net reviewed Collapsible Long. And I cut out the blurbs about specific Gloria stuff. We can click into them if you want to read more of what they had to say about the album. But here's what they said about Gloria. But even the best of these pop-styled songs don't have much depth to them. Gloria and PTL aren't developed enough lyrically to pay off on the inversions of their titles. Each has a title typically used to praise God, here used to describe romantic flings. 
Most of the songs, which I'll come back to in a second, most of the songs address some faceless woman with little or no personality. This isn't the kind of song Reliant K does well. So I hadn't, we, this came up in our PTL discussion. Mm-hmm. But PTL is a common acronym in like Christian pop kind of pop church culture oh, for right. praise the Lord. Right. <laughs> like WWJD right? PTL means praise the Lord. And then Gloria is Latin for glory. So, and it was just a Christian, it was a church word. Until it became a name in 1898. It became a common first name. So I found that really interesting. I hadn't thought of that. That you've got two songs that kind of fly in the face of what Reliant K had maybe been, right? Not directly. Not in a way of like, you know, like a solid state band that like flat out starts to reject the church or might flat out become atheist right? or like an MXPX that sort of just doesn't acknowledge that stuff anymore or like a five iron frenzy that becomes really progressive, but to just sort of like still kind of be relying K, but have song two songs that right. you, when you, if you looked at them on a track list, knowing what you think of as relying K you would think, oh, there are two more Christian songs. Right. And then you find out there's songs about <laughs> getting that strange. It's, it's, it, seems, it seems like putting it in that context, which I hadn't thought of before, it seems really subversive. It's really weird to hear you say things like getting that strange and stank. I just want to say that like I'm really hung up on it. Married to you. <laughs> I'm saying them as jokes. You know that, right? Like I'm not. This isn't like how I normally talk. I'm saying it in connection to trying to make sense of these songs thematically. So, but it is like it seems so odd and subversive for Reliant K to suddenly in 2011 do that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like right. everyone had kind of came. Every different fan kind of came to terms with what the album Collapse of Belong is on their own. So I feel like we talk about this every time we talk about we Collapse do, of Belong. But this is a slightly different I we do, but this is a slightly different tangent. So every fan after two thousand eleven or whenever they came to Collapse of Belong kind of dealt with this in their own different way. And we know all the different ways people have fit this or not fit this into their headcanon with Reliant K. But yeah, now to look at that this that earn this dot net said that they have two Christian titles. Didn't this come out in twenty fourteen? No, this came out in 2000. I'm oh, sorry, you're right. This came out in 2013. Yeah, ah, yeah, sorry. 13. So, so after 2013, every fan did that, like tried to fit this in their headcanon. But now thinking of that and not having thought about it before, like I never thought of Reliant K doing this album as unchristian. Because I don't really, because you know what makes you unchristian? Nothing. I don't know. What like just writing a pop album doesn't make you unchristian. Right. Being unchristian is like literally saying, I am not a Christian anymore. I don't believe in Christ. That's the thing that makes you unchristian. You know what I mean? Just writing a pop album about like worldly secular things does not like make you not a Christian or whatever. And I know that's not exactly the people some people's criticism against the album. I'm just saying. I don't care that Reliant K 
wrote a song that's more wrote an album that's more worldly or whatever but it does seem super subversive am i harping on this too much now that they mentioned it that this review mentioned it that you have two titles that are christian titles that in the hands of any other like actual gospel band would would be like a praise the lord song or a glory glory hosanna song but instead they're two songs about like wanting sex it is weird but it's also not weird i don't know like if you said those things to me, I wouldn't know. Like, I'm like, PTL, that stands for something. And, you know, like, then I'd hear the song and I'd be like, oh, okay, whatever, part-time lover, I get it. And then Gloria, I I just think of it as a woman's name. I would not think of either of those things being associated with anything Christian I guess the Gloria one is a bit of a stretch. But the PTL one is definitely, when we did PTL, we came across people who thought the song was going to be Praise the Lord. And then it was about... <laughs> having a side piece right which was like shocking to people but if there was a reliant k song called like like i pray to you and then it turns out that the song is about having sex with some lady well yes but i'm just saying an acronym is like whatever i don't know i didn't know that ptl meant praise the lord maybe they didn't either is all i'm saying like now I've never considered myself to be part of a ministry like group or whatever. So right. perhaps they would know that that is an acronym for that. But what if they'd put a song on this album called WWJD? <laughs> but it was, why? <laughs> Woman, why don't you just dance? Is like the, the, the lyrics. Like, hey, girl, just dance sexy. Though that's like, just get up on the table and dance for me. That's the only one that you can say where I'd be like, okay, that was a choice. They made that choice to be whatever. (laughs) People would be shocked if they had a song called WWJD and it's a song about going to a strip club. (laughs) So anyway. That's going to be on the next Lana Del Rey album. If she has a throwback to her previous exactly. style. Exactly. Um, so Evan Edinger review. Uh, this is a Tumblr page. So Evan E. Dinger.tumblr.com uh, had a collapsible long review as well. And there, uh, Evan's Gloria quote says, as you can see from the track listing. Oh, that's right. On their thing, they listed the track. They showed the track listing. I have to open this. So he showed the track listing, and then he had a little note next to each track in a just a reaction to the titles. So okay. he said, "I've created an, an alternative track listing below." So basically, he just changed the name for every song. He called "Don't Blink" "New Reliant K," which makes sense. You know, this is like a new yeah. sound for Reliant K, but it at least sounds like Reliant K. He called Boomerang Switchfoot, which, okay, I guess there might be some Switchfoot that sounds like Boomerang I'm not aware of. He called Lost Boy Standard Top 40 Pop Song. He called If I Could Take You Home A Harder Sounding Owl City. He called Can't Complain Jason Mraz, and then in parentheses, Seriously. Then he called Gloria Why Was This Even Made? OMG, What Is This? Ugh. Then PTL is called Katy Perry slash Maroon 5. Disaster is called Fun. Like the band Fun. Fun with a period. Hey! Like we have a period at the end of our podcast name. I didn't realize that. I didn't take that from the band Fun. 
uh, sweeter. He retitled "Slow Country Song." What about what about Fun Fun? Oh yeah, I love Fun Fun. Oh, you think Fun Fun was inspired by Fun? Hasta I luego. I don't, know, yeah. <laughs> don't be afraid to give your Latin love to me. <laughs> fun Fun was a was an Italian. Well, I'll put in a clip, but Fun Fun was an Italian. Okay. <laughs> pop duo from the 80s they just look like two babysitters they look like two people two teenage girls that would babysit you when you were a kid yep like not in a dirty way just like nice high school kids and they're two italian pop singers Your Latin love to me. <laughs> Don't ever set me free. Ballet out. So good. It's, a, it's it's the best collapsible lung song. <laughs> and then he retitled collapsible lung to new slash old Reliant K. And then the, the Gloria quote is, as you can see from my track, my alternate track listing, I didn't quite take kindly to whatever Gloria was supposed to be. Nobody I know likes that song. In fact, a lot of us hate it. It's just bad. It is just bad. Uh, except, uh, well, you know one person who likes it is sitting right He's got two thumbs, and he <laughs> likes Gloria, and he's this guy right here. <laughs> so Sputnik Music, with their review, says, The album takes a, dis- takes a turn for the strange when Gloria kicks in. None of the rest of the album, or any of Reliant K's albums for that matter, showed evidence of British influence, save for a Tears for Fears reference in Love with the 80s. That but, is a blatant, flat-out lie. They've clearly never heard All Work and No Play. I know. It's it's crazy. Like, <laughs> the the most British album. You don't know, you don't know dude. You don't know Sputnik. Um, maybe they didn't get All Work and No Play in Russia. Uh, but this song sounds like it could have come straight from the motherland, barring Matt Thiessen's American accent. It's a worthy enough track, but simply doesn't fit in with the album at all. Actually, it fits in quite well with the album. But yeah, uh, one, British Thiessen is on the demo. But two, there's another review I found that says that this is like a British rock song. Like, a, like mm. I guess, like a 2010s oh, okay. British rock song, yeah. which is not something I'd heard of, but I guess oh. this is a sound... For, that you you're in England, because then, um, newreleasetoday.com said the tongue-in-cheek Brit rocker Gloria is directed to the female character in the title, being accused of being an overly protective girlfriend. So it's like two references to this song being a Brit rocker. Wait, this song is about an overly protective girlfriend. Yeah. Are you, you didn't realize that? We didn't really talk about the lyrics. No, I, I was hoping we'd talk about the lyrics. So but... let's take a step back and talk about the lyrics real quick. Because, yeah, we didn't... It doesn't sound like she's overprotective. You're keeping me in the dark. You got your fast moves. Well, and the you... bridge is more... The bridge is about her being overprotective. But this is about, like, a relationship. We didn't talk about what the song's about. But, yeah, the song is about, like, not exactly a toxic relationship, but, like, an uncomfortable relationship where, like, two people are together and she's kind of like she's she's like just kind of unstable for his life and kind of strings him along and causes him a lot of like emotional ups and downs and then in the bridge which is probably my favorite part of the song um 
I guess it's love, flower petals everywhere. I guess it's love, running fingers through your hair. I guess it's love when you tell me what to wear. I guess it's love when you're going through my phone. I guess it's love when I can't go out alone. I guess it's love if you've got me feeling low. Why don't you teach me how to, why don't you teach me how to love? So she's like, she's like overprotective. She's just like bearing down on him. Gotcha. You know what I mean? They're not like good together. Right. The character in this, the, the, the girl in this song, which I don't think is the same girl as any other song on this album. But uh, it's, I mean, maybe like a boomerang, but she's like just. Now, I don't know. You got the perfect guy, so you might not really understand. Of course. This kind of. Yeah, I think that's that's my hold up on this song. Swatten kisses like they're flies. Which one of them is doing that? Telling lies. Swatten kisses like they're flies. Doing everything I can to survive. Keep me out in the cold, raking me over coals. Either freeze me or burn me alive. That, again, does not sound overprotective to me. In a way, this is the most Christian Reliant K song because she's like, she's she's neither, she's not lukewarm. She's either going to freeze him or burn him alive. She's not just going to let him be lukewarm in their relationship. So that's like the most Christian relationship. How? That that Bible verse about you're neither hot nor cold, you're lukewarm, so I spit you from my mouth. That one where they're like, you're hot and you're cold, you're yes and you're no, you're in and you're out, you're up and you're down, that one? Yeah, I that know that one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did Matt Thiessen write that song? I don't know. Probably Remember not. when we used to make out to that hymn? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a Simpsons reference. This song is just so sexy. This Gloria song is just so wild and sexy. It's just got me wanting to learn how to fight and want to learn how to love. It is kind of, it is, it's not as shocking as saying, girl, you look so sexy. But Matt Thiessen's singing, I got the shakes and you're my drug. That's a pretty like visceral lyric. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because like the shakes is like a real thing. Like. You, 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 you're on heroin or something like you're on a real heavy drug and you're on withdrawals and you actually have the shakes like that's a serious condition it's a serious condition and here he is just mocking it just like uh a high of 75 like when because he references bipolar right <laughs> it's a real disease yeah. the shakes is a real disease right so I feel like I'm breaking down. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the song Breakdown. Yep. So last last bit of my deep dive is the heraldstandard.com says, the band appears to be at their best and most relaxed on the raw and passionate Gloria. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Can you read that again? The, the Herald Standard loved the song Gloria, and they want you to know that the band appears to be at their best and most relaxed on the raw and passionate Gloria. Where is the Herald standard coming from? <laughs> this is no standard that you abide by. I just want to know, is this a college paper? Is this... Uh, it's, I don't know, it's a dot com. <laughs> Does that answer your question? So not a college paper. The Herald standard. Oh, it's just like an online thing it's just like an online news source gotcha yeah I don't okay know. so i don't know if it's just some paper like a local paper doesn't really say um i don't know so anyway 
There's no, like, about me page. <laughs> what kind of paper are you? That tells me everything I need to know about them. So, one other thing I'll say about this song that I forgot to mention during that part of the show <laughs> is that production-wise, and I don't know which of the two producers worked on this, and I don't feel like going to back to look it up <laughs> right now, but this is a very <laughs> dense song production-wise. There is, even if you hate this song... There's a lot going on, and there's certainly such a thing as something being overproduced. And maybe this song can be described as overproduced, but after having listened to this song a lot, I feel like all, every production choice works for what this song is, even if you hate it. There's all this kind of crazy reverb and these echoes. There are these, like, chiming sounds, and there's that fuzzy guitar it's a very, uh, it's not, I wouldn't, maybe dense is too strong a word, but it's the only word I can think of right now. It's a pretty dense song production-wise. And for the type of pop song that it is, I find the production, as produced as this song is, to be pitch perfect for the type of song that it is. Paul Moak was the producer and engineer on this song. Okay, so it wasn't Aaron Sprinkle on this one. Yeah, I don't know. Even if you hate this song... I feel like this, I can almost agree with the Herald Aaron standard. Aaron Sprinkle did do PTL, though. Okay. And PTL is, 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 like, this song is a little bit more complex in the production than PTL. Like, PTL seems a lot more understandable. Like, I could, I could under, I could hear PTL, like, actually having been on the radio in my, in my head, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Gloria... I could almost hear as well, but it is just, it's a little bit of a denser song. And there were a lot more decisions being made in the production of this song than it seems like there was with PTL. Like special effects. When special effects are really good, you can't even tell they're there. I can't tell how much production was done on PTL, but I can tell a lot of production went into Gloria and it fits for the type of song it is. I, I worked so hard trying to find covers to this. When YouTube let me down, I tried doing some like, Instagram searching, which is really hard because you can only search, um, you know, hashtags. Hashtags, right? Yeah. And that Picuyi site or whatever it is that's supposed to like it's a third party Instagram searching site. They were down, mm. so I couldn't oh. use them. Uh, so I tried like Google Advanced Search, <laughs> like trying to search Instagram and the hashtags Reliant K and Gloria, and couldn't find anything. So I went to Twitter and I typed in Reliant K Gloria. And like I said, the official band account never tweeted anything about this song. But I did find one person, speaking of, you know, having never heard this song on the radio or anything, somebody tweeted how they heard this at a this song play at a Buffalo Wild Wings once. <laughs> one person said at B dubs and just heard <laughs> Gloria by Reliant K. Outstanding. And someone else tweeted their Instagram post that said, just did a drum cover for Gloria. And I was like, perfect. So I go to it. And it's not quite what I expected, because here it is. It's the drums to Angels We Have Heard on High. But they didn't even call it Angels We Have Heard on High. They just called it Gloria. Nice. They said yet another song <laughs> down for the count. Reliant K's Gloria, second verse and pre-verse. Here it is. Reliant K, Gloria, let it snow, baby, let it rain, dear. This song's now called Gloria. 
They just were like, they know this song by their traditional French title. They don't know it as Angels We Have Heard on High. So I'm going to do a drum cover oh, oh. to the song Gloria right now. Okay. Jessica, hold on one second while I go get the instrument. Okay. She was sleeping, and she's very upset. I'm bringing the dog over. Here we got her. It's April. Ready? Yeah. Why don't you teach me how to love? See, I just did it. I hear that. I'm slapping the dog's piggy belly. (laughs) Poor um, April. She's, okay, I'm gonna. She's like, she's why? so not She's like not happy at all. <laughs> I just put her back on the couch. She's looking at you, wagging her tail. Though she's like, oh, I Did got a nice little bit of attention. Podcast? All right. She's a professional musician now. She's gone Aww. from podcast engineer to musician. So there you to go. To musician or instrument? Well, both in a way. What you know? What a musician is nothing but God's instrument to bring music to the world. Fair. So there's no other covers. That's the only. That's the only drum cover you're gonna hear. But here is the here is a nightcore that I made. Nice. This is one of the many YouTube clips that I put together over at Sadie Hawkins Pod on YouTube. What do you think of the nightcore of Gloria? I actually think it's it's preferable. Man, it really does emphasize how like weird the vocals of this song are. Like just And I, I just realized that um they do that thing that they've done on other songs before, non-collapsible lung songs. So there's among all of the production bells and whistles in this song, there's this other subtler one, which has come up on the show before. There's a ton, there's like a ton of reverb on the vocals, right? Mm-hmm. So many echoes. So they do this, they did that thing again where you have reverb, 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 and then the instruments cut out for a second. And when he says, why don't you teach me how to, they cut the reverb down. I don't think they took it away all the way. But when you do that, it like punches the vocal at you just for a second. Right. You know what I mean? If, if you have heavy reverb and you take it away for just like one little line, one little punch, it's like all of a sudden they're right up in your headphones. They're standing right there in front of you. And it kind of just emphasizes that. So there's a lot of production going on in this song. And you like the Nightcore version? Yeah. Good <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just getting more out of swords <laughs> as we go along. But we're almost done. So I did the opposite. Some would call this decor. Um, I don't. Th- I think the jury's still out on what you call a slowed down song. 
a sped up song. Some wanted to call it chipmunk version, but I think the zeitgeist as we know it has collectively said a sped up song is a nightcore. The jury's still out on what a slowed down song is. Some people call it daycore. I personally like this other group of people call it the doom version. I've also heard it called sludge mm. to slow to purposely slow a song down to hear what it sounds like. It's called a sludge. I kind of like the doom thing because it goes along with that with that meme guy, that Wojak meme, meme guy. Oh, right. <laughs> the, if you've seen that meme where like a guy, a, a cartoon drawing of a guy in like a black knit cap and a zip up hoodie is talking to like a gothy type of girl. And like typically they say like, you know, do you like this band? And she's like, yes. And then it cuts to them being married. And it's like that very meme kind of drawing thing. He's called the Doomer guy, and she's called the Doomer girl. Gotcha. And this whole style of meme is called the Wojak, W-O-J-A-K, style of like meme character drawing. So I created my Doomer version of Gloria. And for the artwork, I got that picture of Matt, Matt, Ethan, John, and John standing in front of like a barn door. And I added the Doomer guy standing in next to Ethan. And this is the my Doomer version of Gloria. And I'll... And th- th- this made the song five minutes and ten seconds. Oh, wow. So I think I slowed it down to like 40% or something like that, maybe 60. April does not like that. April doesn't like it. Well, she's not going to like this even more. <laughs> Here's Gloria slowed down by like 40 to 60%. You got your fast moving. You got your one choosing. I can never let down my So I think slowed down. It, it It's really an improvement. <laughs> it is also because of that fuzzy guitar. Yeah. It really makes it sound kind of like doomy metally. I love it. Um, but it even more than the nightcore emphasizes this like I don't want to say stanky again, but this like <laughs> this funky, like kind of purposefully like it kind of points out the 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 human element of Matt Thiessen's decision with these lyrics. Because when you hear the eh, 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 you can, like, hear right. the breaths and, yeah. and, like, the diaphragm expanding. <laughs> like that, <laughs> that wanton, just desire-filled Thiessen just going, you say... There's a chord progression in this song, which I don't think I would have noticed that I liked so much until it was slowed down. And let's see if I can find it. It's there I love how on it sounds right. like Coldplay. <laughs> I guess it does, yeah. It also sounds like Ocean Man, take me by the hand. You know that song from the SpongeBob movie? Why would I know this? Why wouldn't you know the SpongeBob movie? So we got to hear the when you take when you must be love when you're taking my phone part. Oh, 
I love the new Guar album. <laughs> this is the best heavy metal song you've never heard. And then I made two rave, rave DJs. And I guess I'll skip. So I, I took the song God Hates Flags by Five Iron Frenzy. Which last time I did a collapsible long mixed with a Five Iron Frenzy song. It was off of the same Five Iron EP. So I kept that going. It was uh, Boomerang by both bands mixed together. But instead we'll end on this which I freaked out the other night when Jessica did a YouTube search for this song. I'm like, no, 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 because I didn't want her to find this because I I enjoyed this rave DJ so much that I wanted to kind of put it out there ahead of time. And I'm like, well, I can't put it on social media because you do check our social media for the podcast, even though you don't necessarily post to it yourself. Right. So I was like, well, I'll put it to the YouTube page because I know Jessica is not watching the YouTube page. And then some, at least Brady and Beatrice might see it because I know, I know that they're <laughs> subscribed to the YouTube channel. So here is the rave DJ that I put together. Now do you understand why I was going That's why you were talking about Gangnam Style and walking around the house singing Gangnam Style the other day. <laughs> so I, I got Gangnam Style stuck in my head because I put this into Rave DJ. And then, but I didn't want Jessica to figure out why I was singing. What inspired you to pick Gangnam Style? So... When it Jimmy, sounds amazing. I, it does. I got to play a little bit more of it. When Jimmy Pod does rave DJ, and like they're the one, you know, David Park is the one who pretty much discovered rave DJ in our like f- immediate circle. When they do it, they always somehow they pick like rock songs that go together interestingly. But I can never do that. I can never get two sort of pop punk pop rock songs to actually sound like anything. Even though like rave DJ will often sound weird and very seldom like come out perfectly. I'm constantly. I tried to. I've tried to make so many MXPX rave DJs, and they never work. And I don't know if it's something about like MXPX chord progressions and their song structures, or something, or just the fullness of their guitar. Like it doesn't mix with things. So I just thought to myself. So my tactic with rave DJ now, and I even use TuneBat. When Jimmy Pod does rave DJs, they go to TuneBat.com with that whole Camelot danceability listing that we've seen in the past. Mm-hmm. And they pick songs that kind of match statistically, and it almost always works for them. It, that, but I, I've done that tactic, and it never works for the p- songs that I pick. So now I just kind of pick EDM sort of dancey songs. Gotcha. That's why I used uh, uh, Right Said Fred with Come Right Out and Say It. No, no, no. I did... I did um, I did Cha Cha Slide with Come Right Out and Say It. And I did um, Right Said Fred with this first song off of Mm Mm-hmm. No, it's not the first song off of Mm Mm-hmm. It's Be My Escape. I had to Ah. look it up. (laughs) So the reason why I pick like these dance songs is because if it's just a dance beat, the AI of Rave DJ just has a better time 
mixing it with the songs that I keep picking. So let's just listen to it just a little bit more. And again, you can go to our uh, YouTube page if you want to hear more of this. But here's, I called this Cy Lion K Gloria style. <laughs> That last part is so perfect because <laughs> don't you teach me how to like do 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 do. Now, good job AI. Why did you pick Gangnam Style and not Wizard Gandalf Style? So that's what happened the other day. I put this into Rave DJ, and I'm like, I don't want her to figure out. God forbid I start going around the house singing Gangnam Style, <laughs> and you're like, Danny, did you put Gloria and Gangnam Style into Rave DJ? <laughs> And I'd be like, you caught me. So to, so, to, so to mask that suspicion, I went around singing Gandalf style, which was this awful YouTube parody that we came across somehow. I think I found it on Spotify. Yeah, it was on Spotify. And this would have been like 2012. Right. I just somehow typed in Gang. I think I typed in Gangnam style. I think it was 2012 and Gangnam style was only like a year old at that point. And I was like, oh, let's listen to Gangnam style again. And I found Gandalf style parody of Gangnam Style. Let's see if that's still on Spotify. Oh man, I hope so. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. <laughs> I'm spoiling all the jokes that everyone's gonna hear when they listen to Gandalf Style. It's here. This is by the Screen Team. I think it's actually like a YouTube video, and they just put the song on Spotify as well. And this is how we'll end tonight's Gloria podcast with Wizard Gandalf style by Screen Team. Well, before we do that, no, Danny, no, no. do you I, like the song more or less we'll or the come same? Back to oh, oh, okay. That. I mean, this is how this is what we'll end end discussion on. Gandalf style. Gandalf style. One ring to rule them all, one ring to find them, one ring to bring them all, and in the darkness find them. Do not take me for some conjurer of cheap tricks, I'm not a conjurer of cheap tricks. It's so much worse than I remember. YouTube really peaked with, with Gandalf style. <laughs> it did. Uh, so Jessica, do you like Gandalf style? The same, better, or worse than when we started talking about it? More. Oh, you like it more? I love Gandalf I think style. I like it a little bit less. But you know what I like more than when we started? Oh, no. A little song called Gloria. I guess I technically like it a little more because I just don't care about it. <laughs> I don't, like, vehemently hate it. I just am like, this song exists now 
steps. And that's what we call progress. I suppose so. In my head canon that this is on the album Tea Songs with T-Sun and the Boys. <laughs> this is a perfectly okay song that I enjoy. But as a Reliant K song, I completely enjoy it. I enjoy it ironically now. And uh, that's Gloria. So we'll see you guys next time. And remember... Don't be afraid to give your Latin love to me. We just wasted wondering to rule them all and in the darkness bind them.